Hello, fellow fans. I'm Mark, and united with me is my co-host, the quality Brian. What up, Brian? Hey, everyone. On the last episode, Brian and I discussed our favorite pieces of cinematic wardrobe. Listen and find out if your favorite piece made it into our closet or not. On this week's episode, we are discussing the hit show, Parks and Rec, with special guest host, the creative Kara. Join us on our trip to Pawnee as United We Fan starts now. The truth is, I am Iron Man. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. What is going on? What are you doing? To infinity and beyond! This is the way. The flux capacitor! Is Star Wars the one with the little wizard boy? Chewie, we're home. Avengers! Assemble. Ah, chills. Literal chills. Thank you all for uniting with us as we talk about all things fandom. Please give us a rate or review wherever you listen so you can unite with more fans out there. UWF is partnered up with This Diz Life podcast family. Lots of wonderful podcasts and people, live shows, all that fun stuff on there. One special show on there is Earth's Mightiest Weirdos, which comes to you every Monday night live. And also you can get the podcast. Brian, any exciting weirdo news for us? Yeah, we're continuing to discuss uh, Marvel Studios' What If. Hawkeye is just around the corner. Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, uh, Eternals, Shang-Chi just came out, Spider-Man No Way Home. There's plenty of stuff going on in the Marvel land. Lots of stuff coming in the Star Wars land as well on Babu's freaking podcast. So you can check us out. Uh, Star Wars podcast from This Diz Life Network as well at Babu's freaking podcast, wherever you find your podcast, as well as Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. And Brian, there's a new show for us fans to unite with. United We Fan Kids just had its premiere recently. I, I think it was, I think it was pretty good, pretty great. United We Fan Kids uh, can be found in most places where you find your podcast. Soon to be wherever you have them. We accidentally went live yesterday. It did not turn out how I meant it to at all. Um, I don't think I was too mean to my children publicly but uh it didn't i thought i mean i just said we're gonna pause recording for a second it just didn't it just didn't work how i thought it would but united we fan kids my kids and this Diz kid bella um mark's daughter uh just we're talking about their top five favorite disney world attractions it was fun the kids really liked the theme song that i created for it so if nothing else we at least have that going for us yeah mark's and uh brian's kids they, they got something it's pretty exciting, and they handle it so naturally. I'm jealous. So, over in fan thank yous, Julia, our recent artist for our cinematic wardrobe episode. So, we love supporting local artists. Any listeners out there, if you would love to share your artwork with us for our episodes, we would love to share it. So, Julia, follow her. She is tagged on Facebook and Instagram. Check out her artwork. Give it a like. We love it. We appreciate it. Jeff over at CKCC Radio, huge fan of his ranking track show, and he showed us a lot of love. So, of course, we got to show him love for a great show. So check out his ranking tracks. Man, he would get some hot takes from me on that. All right, friends. That's right. Joining us this week is the creative Kara. Let's all hear it for Kara. Happy to have you here, Kara. Now, for all of our weirdo fans out there, you you might recognize her from uh, that wonderful show that is uh, every Monday. Yay. Kara, thank you for being here. We appreciate Hello. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, my first time on United We Fan, but I know you guys both from Earth's Mightiest Weirdos and also from listening to this podcast, so it's great to be here. 
Oh, we appreciate it. And you said first, it definitely won't be the last. Be assured yeah. of that. But I guess you know, it depends how it goes. <laughs> I, you know, I always, I do say that, but then there's sometimes a hot take will happen. I'm like, <laughs> not again with that person. <laughs> well, then, Kara, when did we, when did we first approach you about doing a Parks and Rec episode? I think it was in January. Now it's almost October. So, I mean, this has wow. been a long time coming. That's that's my bad. That's my bad. Um, Brian, unfortunately, has to deal with me, the diva. I and, wasn't uh, saying anything. I was just simply saying it's been a long time coming. That's my bad. But anyways, our, we like to let our listeners know they know Brian and I sometimes a little too well, but we want our special guest host to be known by our listeners as well. So, Kara, um, we already said Earth's My Weirdos. So, you know, we, we know you're a Marvel fan. What other fandoms out there go... Yay, I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big Seahawks fan. I'm currently wearing <laughs> my Russell Wilson jersey ready for today's game. Um, I will start your show off with some hot takes probably for your fans. I am not a big Star Wars fan or a big fan. <laughs> um, that being said, like I'm happy for those people <laughs> who like that stuff. So um, I, are you like anti-Star Wars or you're just like not in a hurry to watch them? I feel like I have not a lot of thoughts mm. about Star Wars. Like, I, I don't mind it. I just uh, want to watch Brian squirm thing. as you answer. That's what I'm doing right <laughs> Brian now. Already this knows is, yeah, this is not news to me. She, yeah. she often uses the verbiage, seen a Star Wars. And Star Wars. she's yeah. seen a handful of Mandalorian episodes. But So mm-hmm. I want to see if we can upset Brian Mark. Kara, are you a Trekkie? Oh, yes. The, uh, for Star Trek? Yes, I do like Star Trek. Yay! Yes. The, the newer right. ones with the yes. first pen. Beam you up. Thank you, Kara. Appreciate that. To go behind the curtain a little bit, we were having a discussion the other day. Not It was not 48 hours ago where it was data versus data. And she oh. was not grasping the fact that the character's name was data. Is that from Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> I promise. So, Kara, we're going to help reel you back in there. You know, you brought up the Seahawks. Do you have a quick Super Bowl pick? Brian and I had ours. So, let's throw you in there. You got uh, one? I'm always going to say out of loyalty, the Seahawks. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe Ooh. Tampa Bay. We'll see. All right, I'll forgive you. (laughs) We're going to move on to our Mark and Brian's World News with special guest correspondent Kara here to give us her thoughts and fun on a whole bunch of things. And don't worry, Marvel fans out there, we've got a whole bunch of hot topics for us. But um, I'm going to start off with, so that since everyone's locked in, give a quick review of Dear Evan Hansen. The movie came out. I liked it. Got two thumbs up for me. Was I a fan of the musical? No, not all. Mark from This Diz Life is a huge fan of it, and I appreciate and heart him, but I did not get the appeal of that musical. If it's hot take, it's a hot take. But the, the movie is the best version of the story. Go see it. It improves the characters and the storylines, and I highly, highly recommend it. And then we talked about Star Wars. Um Kara, do we? Should, <laughs> we'll skip Kara on this one. <laughs> Brian, uh, Star Wars Visions on Disney Plus. 
um, came out recently, and I'm almost done with it. By the time this podcast episode comes out, I will be finished with it so that I can get the approval of Brian. Brian, I'm going to play the game over under how many times you've watched it already within a week. Um, twice. I've watched, I, I've watched every episode twice, and I've watched my favorite episodes three times. <sighs> so do I get a sort of okay i'll get i'll give that um i thoroughly enjoy it um i think right now my favorite episode was towards the beginning it was the uh brother and sister one with that power power source i'm like really awful right now it's not just a power source it's a kyber crystal that right there so kara you'll see the level i'm on don't feel left out at any point um let's see moving on to casting the you know um we leveled up with our Mario film casting and there were some, wait, 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 wait. Don't I get to talk about star Wars visions? Like, can't I at least say whether I liked it or not? Are we really, do we really need to ask if you liked it or not? There was some stuff that I really didn't like. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not an anime person. So there were a few episodes that I really, really didn't care for. Like the little Jedi boy, Pinocchio robot guy. Yeah. That one was tough. Uh, I didn't care for, the Bobby Moynihan hut episode, the Tatooine Rhapsody one, uh, but the one <laughs> with the twins, the ones, the the one with the twins. Well, no, it's called Tatooine Rhapsody. That's the name of the episode. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's um, so much I paid. That's but, but no, like the twins one you talked about with Allison Brie and Neil Patrick Harris was really good. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. The elder episode with, with David Harbour, um, who mm-hmm. Kara knows very much as the red guardian from black widow. Yeah. Uh, the very first episode that was, I didn't care for the animation in that one, the black and white, um, but the story and especially the Sith, uh, the Sith Lord in that one was really good. Um, but the episode that caught a lot of people's attention, including mine is the ninth Jedi one with Simu mm. Liu doing the voice of the lightsaber Smith. And there's some really good storytelling in there. It was the right length for me. Each episode was only 15 minutes. Uh, so for me who didn't care that much about anime, um, it told, really good stories but it was cool and it was nice to see like the lightsaber being the main focus of every single individual episode i thought it was really cool i thought it was well done so you'd recommend it would you recommend it to average star wars fans mainly star wars fans um i would recommend it to anime fans or star wars fans if you're a fan of either one i think you'll enjoy it if you don't care about anime or star wars don't even bother hmm so would you rank it up there with Bad Batch and Clone Wars or under those for sure? Uh, it, under under those. Um, I think the stories, the really compelling stories and visions was, was as compelling as anything the Bad Batch did, but neither of them really held a candle to what the Clone Wars did. So Mario casting, it relates because, well, our Chris Pratt, he is going to be Mario. And... Not not many. A lot of people threw a red shell at that, and I, I think I'm one of them. Um, I is this a hot take? I don't think he should have been the voice in Onward. I think that character was should have been Jack Black. But speaking of which, Jack Black is cast in the Mario movie. So how are we feeling about this, Kara? I I like Chris Pratt. I'm a Chris Pratt fan. I think that he'll do a good job. I don't know a lot about what the backlash is other than just people like to hate on Chris Pratt. So it could be that there's valid reasons and I don't know. 
Are you a Mario fan, Kara? Do you play the Mario games? I have I have uh, Mario Kart on Wii. <gasps> yeah, <there you laughs> it's the only video game I've ever played. That's all you need. That's all you need. I, I'm super stoked about Jack Black as Bowser. Um, there's several other castings that are good. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, I feel like, yeah. is right on the mm-hmm. money. I think that's a pretty yeah. funny one. Uh, Chris Pratt did put out an Instagram video said it wasn't the Mario voice so he's got some Mario voice inside there somewhere. I don't I don't know. I it's being done by Illumination Animation who did the Minions movies which I mean don't don't be a Pixar hater Brian. No, I'm not, but I don't like Despicable Me 1 is good. Despicable Me 2 is is okay. The third one was rough and the Minions movie was terrible. But uh, where's the feeling hot? Where's the feeling hot? Feeling hot, hot, hot. But neither of those are the worst movie that Illumination Animation has done, and that is redeemed specifically for The Grinch, 2018. Why would you do that to me? That is not a hot take. That is Kara's Kara's favorite animated movie ever. I loved that movie. I'm a huge Dr. Seuss. I love the Jim Carrey one. I love the original one. And sitting in that theater, I was was in pain. I will tell you, the first time and probably the second time that I watched it I was like because the original Grinch is my favorite and it kind of like took a little liberties here and there and the animation was different don't love Benedict Cumberbatch as the voice of the Grinch I think that still throws me off but the more that you watch it the greater it becomes and it is the best one in my opinion I love this movie nope nope I, nope, nope. I, I'm this, looking... is, this is Mark being like, okay, this is not coming back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love it. I love it. I am looking at the list of Illumination movies. Um, uh, is it the worst for me? No, I think Secret Life of Pets 2 is probably at the bottom, but then, oh, man, yeah, Grinch is towards the bottom there. But, yeah, this is an episode idea possibly for a later date where we got to have a special guest now. But I think that's honestly a good animation studio to be doing the Super Mario Brothers movie. I think it is going to look best in that type of animation. So I'm kind of excited about that. But I will, I mean, I'm going to go see it opening weekend. I'll take my kids to see it. My kids play the Mario games. They really like Mario. They like all the characters. But overall, I just don't see it being anything to write home about. That's fair. Well, Mario is, uh, here's, listen for this segue. Here we go. Mario is over at one of the Universal Parks. Universal also has the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Nice. And soon we'll be getting Fantastic Beasts. We did get the name for the new movie. It is Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Jumbo Jaw. And um, we asked on our Instagram, feel free to follow us on Instagram. We love hearing from you all. We do fun polls on there. We asked, was it 10 points to WB for that title? Or did they want to Accio a new title? And I was surprised at how split the decisions were. I'm not big on it. Um, Brian, you put it in our little pre-show chat, like no points, like it's okay. I I don't I'm not gonna give them 10 points, but I'm also not gonna fight them on the title. So it's it's a push for me. We also don't know what story that it's telling. So I mean I think well, by, it's a secret, Brian. Well, thank you. Well, <laughs> stealing, <laughs> steering into the character of of Albus Dumbledore, like people like Jude Law in that role. Yeah, I, I think it's a smart decision to say, "Hey, this is going to be focused on him," especially diverting attention away from not having Johnny Depp and bringing is it Lars mm-hmm. or Mads Mikkelsen? I think it's Mads Mikkelsen, Kaecilius uh, from Doctor <laughs> from Doctor Strange. 
Who? Um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> uh, I think it's Mads Mikkelsen. Who? But yeah. <laughs> so he's coming in and he's replacing Johnny Depp. Um, yeah. So we're not gonna. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I think it is what it is by taking a name and putting it on your most popular character from this franchise dating back to the Harry Potter films. Obviously yep. Newt Scamander is also important to your story. I think it's a smart move. I don't, I think it's long. I think the name Dumbledore is also very niche. If you don't mm -hmm. watch Harry Potter or care, that name's not going to get you to go watch it. So right. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with it. So, and then for everyone listening, if you want to hear Brian and I talk for hours upon hours about the Wizarding World, we did do an episode earlier on in our little infancy of UWF. Check it out. Maybe Brian and I will revisit for Fantastic Beasts. But I know you all want to know right now, Kara, is this another fandom that you're going to break their heart and say that you are not a magical witch or wizard? I feel like at this point, I have to stop talking because I want people to... <laughs> like take into account what I say about Parks and Rec. Mm. So I just maybe won't answer this question. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll save you. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, the audience is turning on you, Kara. So we'll save you. We'll move on to, um, we can't go without talking about. Nine, the nine, nine. Nine. Yes. The nine, nine. It wrapped up, um, just recently so we've had a little time to reflect on it. I I think the last season, you know, I'm I'm glad we got it. I know it went through a lot of production um, challenges. Um, is it a season that I will watch many times? No, but um, the ending was good. It was solid, not great, but um, yeah, I I still love the show. Without giving away too many spoilers, um, I thought there was. A few missed opportunities. I, I didn't enjoy the unceremonious end that that Jake had, especially getting suspended, and then that actually not even really playing a part in the story. Um, I didn't love what how they treated Kevin and and Holt. I think that was the only type of drama they had for the final season. They found themselves between a rock and a hard place a little bit about having a show about police and everything in the world now socially and everything i think they found themselves in kind of a weird a weird spot so they did what they could i didn't care for it i do like how it ended um it had to end on a heist of course it did but kara i would love for you to explain to the audience how you treat series finales um and how you have actually finished brooklyn 99 much sooner than you anticipated Yes, so I um, have a hard time with season finale or series finales, I should say. There are still some shows that I have yet to see the finale of <laughs> that have ended a long time ago. So you literally um, watched to like the second to last episode and then never watched yep. the finale. Yep, because then otherwise it just stays in that world. Because usually in the finale, they're trying to wrap things up. They're playing with my emotions. Everything's over change endings all this kind of stuff that i just can't handle um so typically i'll watch them if it's a show i really like um and i just will wait like a year or so to watch it um with brooklyn 99 i accidentally stumbled upon the last uh two episodes and didn't realize until halfway through what was happening yeah so i did end up watching it i will say for anybody who likes new girl 
I found this last season to be very similar to the last season of New Girl in which they kind of like lost their way a little bit. Still funny, still a lot of good moments, um, but definitely not like definitely a very different feel than the rest of the show. So I kind of compare it to that, but I'm with you. I don't like how Jake's story ended. But do you like how the show ended in general? Are you, I guess, let me ask, let me rephrase it this way. Are you getting a new tattoo anytime soon? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) If I were to ever get a tattoo, that is the tattoo I would get. I think like, to be fair for me, this is too soon to say whether or not I liked the finale or the ending of the show. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it like a bunch. I had to do that with Parks and Rec as well. Like rewatch and remember that I can still keep watching it. Right now, it's a little bit, you know, emotional for me. But overall, great show. Decent ending. You know what? I'm going to mention Ted Lasso, which is going strong in season two. Brian, you you dropped a fun little one in our group chat. Uh, Brett Goldstein, who, of course, everyone out there is should know him as Roy Kent. He's, He's here. here. He's there. He's there. He's everywhere. Roy Kent. Um Brett Goldstein, the Emmy winner, recent Emmy winner, and rightfully so. so happy about Brian, that. you you brought up him as a Wolverine, like fan casting, and I loved it right away. Right away, loved it. Go I saw it. that. I saw that from one of our listeners, Jim Scroggs. So shout out to Jim uh, for Thanks, that Jim. one. Uh, yeah, Brett Goldstein as Wolverine would be absolutely fantastic. Kara's in on Kara's in on that too. Kara, you've seen season one of Ted Lasso. You have not jumped into season two yet. Have you watched any a couple of the, episodes in? Okay. Have you watched any of the X-Men films? I know you're more of a Marvel Studios fan than a than a Marvel fan, but you know who Wolverine is. Would you be yeah. okay with Roy Kent as Wolverine? Yeah, that sounds like a great choice to me. Yay. And Just then sit there and growl the course, whole time. Yeah, if you want to know our thoughts on Ted Lasso, of course Brian and I will probably bring it up every episode, but we also did an episode on Ted Lasso season one, full of spoilers, full of fun, full of good times, and we did it with Mark from This Dis Life. So sticking with Marvel, because, you know, I, I just want to get Karen involved. I want to get her in the game. <laughs> um, so we did ask a fun Instagram question where you can pick from group A or group B. And it was a split decision. So help us out here, friends. You have group A. Do you want Iron Man suit, cap shield, and Mimir? Thor's cute little hammer from group A. Like, so that's your group. Do you want that? Or do you want group B, vibranium tech? Eye of Agamotto, Moto, 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 Agamotto. going Moto. Brian, don't get mad at me. Agamotto. And then, um, oh man, and the Ten Rings. So Group A, Iron Man, Cap, Thor, or Group B, T'Challa's Technologies, Stephen Strange, and Shang-Chi. So which group are we feeling if we could get one group of their items? For me, this isn't even a debate. I mean, Vibranium Tech can basically do whatever you need it to. The Eye of Agamotto houses the Time Stone, so you could basically do whatever you needed to that way. And then the Ten Rings have almost unlimited potential uh, mm. and apparently some sort of beacon inside of them as well. Ooh. But for me, it's Group B. Um, as much as I like Mjolnir, Cap Shields, and and like Cap Shield is Vibranium, or you could just recreate it with all the Vibranium that you have on the other side anyway. So for me, it's Group yep. B. Yeah, I gotta agree. It's gotta be Group B, especially with the very little we've seen of the Ten Rings so far and yeah. the capabilities. I can only imagine that they're gonna exceed what we've already seen. We also got some exciting news with Hawkeye. 
we got the trailer for it and a cute little Christmas poster that everyone's loving. But we have to ask the big question. Your favorite part of the trailer, was it the Rogers musical? The Hawkeye adventures, seeing him have, you know, his action-packed fun? Or was it something else we might have missed that is your secret favorite of it? For me, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's Rogers the musical. I want the poster, the clip from it with them and the dance number. I'm there. I hope we get a full dance number, including lyrics and everything, making it yeah. look like Hamilton. Full song. Um, but full for song. me, it's it's seeing Kay- or Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Hands down, I'm super excited for that character. Uh, for me, it was the Christmas. Just Christmas, <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> the Shane Black show. You know what? We're in a fun Marvel mood, so let's do this or that, the Marvel edition. And then, of course, if anyone out there listening is like, man, I love this Marvel talk, please turn around, tune in to Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. We love hearing from you. We do it live. We do the podcast version, but join us live. All right, friends, you two will be playing this. I will be your host with the most. And if you both tie, then, you know, maybe I'll help you with the tiebreaker. All right. So real quick, this or that. All right. And then just um, take turns answering first. So Carrie, you're our guest. So you get to go first and then the next round will be Brian. Sounds good. Deal. All right. Game on. All right. This or that. Are we team captain or team Iron Man? Uh, Team Iron Man. Cap. Infinity War or Endgame? Infinity War. Infinity War as well. Oh, bless. Favorite Infinity Stone? Oh. Um, I know. This one. Like, this is hard. The Mind Stone because it gave us vision. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go Tesseract just because we've seen it the most. Or the Space Stone because we've seen it the most. There you go. Uh, favorite film? Black Widow? Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Oh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> I know. I, I, I wish this was a harder decision, but it's not. <laughs> um, if you could have more adventures of either or, which one would it be? So either the adventures stop or you get more of them. More Thor or more Loki? Thor. More Thor as well. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised. I thought somebody was going to go Loki. All right. Which one are you more excited for? Spider-Man. No Way Home or Black Panther 2? Oh, Black Panther 2. Spider-Man. Yeah, I got to go Phil Spitterman on that one. Um, <laughs> all right. Which one would you rather have? <laughs> Thank you for all your friends out there who get that reference. Um, which one would you rather have? Dr. Strange's magic or Tony Stark's tech? Did you see what can happen? What can go, what can go wrong with Dr. Strange's magic? And what if I will stick with Tony Stark? I will also mm. go Tony Stark tech. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm not worthy of the magic. There's, yeah. So, all right. Which one has the better soundtrack? Guardians of the Galaxy 1 or 2? 1. No opinion. (laughs) (gasps) All right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No, no, no. All right. Tell us why you don't have an opinion, Kara. Oh. Oh, no. This is not going well for me so far today. I promise all of you. Brian, let's hear it. Hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Feeling hot, hot, hot. I am not a big Guardians fan. I really dislike Guardians 2. It's probably my least favorite Marvel movie other than the Hulk. So I would probably go with Guardians 1 because I've seen that more times, but I haven't compared the soundtrack. I don't know how you don't like I Like Guardians 2, I get it. I don't know how you don't like yeah. Guardians 1. I don't get it. 
See, Guardians one for me is top half. Guardians two is bottom half. I it it yeah. Anyways, um, care. I feel like we need to like team up sometime. I'm like I I want to because Brian. I just know how much he loves Guardians. So I just love seeing this. Um, next up, favorite MCU live action show. So we have Falcon and Winter Soldier. We have Loki, and we have One Division. I already know what Brian's going to say, and Brian probably already knows what I'm going to say. I'm going to Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's not even a debate. For me either. Falcon and Winter Soldier all the way. I I will personally say my favorite is Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I think the best show out of the three is WandaVision. So, um, that makes sense to me. Don't question me. Alright, last but not least, if you got to pick your sidekick, would you have Anthony or... Goose. Goose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a flurkin's better the than flirkin. a giant ant. Oh, but it plays the drums. I love Anthony. No, no, no. Anthony dies in Ant-Man. <gasps> He's not the one that plays the drums. Brian, he lives. It's a new Marvel short. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Anthony lives. All right. What if Thank Anthony all- lived? What if Anthony lived? It's up there with um, my proposal for the Jar Jar Binks redemption story for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> now we're going to get into Parks and Rec. And on this episode, um, the wonderful Kara is joining us as we take a trip to Pawnee, Indiana. I know for me personally, it took a, a hot second to grow on me, but were you locked in right away? Were you a part of a member of the parks department? And we're like, I love this show. Let's watch it marathon. Or like, how did you get into it? Uh, yeah. So I was actually living in Indiana at the time. So there was a lot of like <laughs> excitement <laughs> around uh, the show coming out. Um, so I was into it from the start. Um, 2009, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I will preface this by saying I'm Canadian for all of you who don't know. I don't suppose you'd want to move to Canada. (laughs) Canada. No, I don't suppose I would. Uh, So it was a big deal to be living in Indiana when this came out at the time. Um, And it was very interesting because there was a lot of valid parallels between, you know, people in Indiana in real life and people in Indiana on the show. Um, and I, yeah, I just loved it from the beginning and it's gotten to a probably unhealthy place of love. So if you listen to our office episode, if you haven't, what are you doing? You need to go back and listen, but we are going to be very Mount Rushmore heavy as we discuss Parks and Rec. Kara is very prepped. Like I said, we've been talking about doing this episode since January, so we've we've had a lot of time to sit and think on it. Um, and everybody's ready to go. We have Mount Rushmores of our favorite characters, our favorite side characters, our favorite season, not our Mount Rushmore of seasons, even though we could do that as well. Running jokes, gifts, quotes, all that kind of stuff. So let's start it out with the characters. Kara, we're going to go right to you. Who are your four Mount Rushmore characters on Parks and Recreation? So obviously I'm going to start with Ron Swanson, Leslie Nope, Andy Dwyer, and I'm going to hit you with my first hot take, John Ralphio. That's, I don't think... 
Is that a hot take? Oh, Mark, we are buddies. We are vibing today. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> so I, I work John Ralphio in a different way. I'm gonna be I honest. Knew. Like I don't know no. if he's no no no. He's not in my least favorite, not at all. Oh, um, oh okay. But uh, I worked him in a different way. I could not put him in over. I can't believe you don't have Ben Wyatt in your top. I four. love Ben. Probably my honorable mention would be Donna. I think she's so funny <laughs> and underrated. I'm about to come down on this dude like Thor's hammer Mjolnir. I'm about to go Mjolnir on his ass. I, I do. I do enjoy Donna as well. For me, uh, actually, Mark, go ahead. How about who's your four favorite characters on Parks and Rec? Leslie, nope, lover. Um, Ron, and then um, Chris. And then, uh, and Ben. Yeah, those are my four. All right. I I do not care for Amy Poehler. Um, it's the reason it took me so long to get into this show in general. I've said it on many occasions. Feeling I don't care That's for, a hot take. I don't, care for, hot take. I don't care for Amy Poehler. I don't care for That's Tina Fey. Take. And I don't care for Kate McKinnon. I don't care about I, any Women of the three of them. And I, you, that is Brian? not true, Kara. Do not put that on me. Who um, hurt you? I just, I don't. I just don't like them that much in any other things that they're in. Um, but Leslie Nope is good, but she did not make my top four. For me, I have Ron Swanson, of course, Ben Wyatt, Andy Dwyer, and April Ludgate Dwyer. I no, we really like Chris Trigger is going to get overlooked. I love like, Chris too. Chris okay. is. I mean, there's just not. There's that's how good of an ensemble cast this show has. That's is. true. Yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. So mm-hmm. let's let's stick with the main ensemble cast then. And any of your least favorite characters come from kind of your your main characters. Kara. Feeling I'll stop pushing that button soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one was hard for me actually because I really like the characters on the show. I feel like even the ones I don't like have their purpose. Um, but I went with Oren. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> when they go to the human, that episode where they go to the human zoo. Moo. Moo. Quiet, weirdo. Aren't you supposed to be a sheep? No. You are. Oh, shut up. So, Oren, I've got the original city manager on there. I don't even remember his name. I thought he was kind of boring. April's two boyfriends in the first two seasons. I didn't think they added a lot to the show. Uh, and then I got Marsha and Marsha Langman. <laughs> Again, oh, like I think they're yeah. funny, but they're just not my favorite. <laughs> I, I went far more mainstream with my least favorite characters, and one of them is going to just piss Kara off, and I'm kind of excited. I do not care for Ann Perkins. And Kara knew this already. I just, I don't care for Ann Perkins. She's not interesting to me. I think Kara, I think Kara, I think uh, Anne, (laughs) Anne and Leslie's relationship is what's fun about Anne and all of Leslie's nicknames for Anne. But Ann Perkins in general really, really bothers me, especially all of her relationship decisions. She just annoys me. Um, Tom Haverford drives me insane. And this is what Kara is talking about, where even the main characters you don't love, like they still have a purpose. Like where would this show be without Tom Haverford and all of his entrepreneurial ideas? But he annoys the crap out of me. And then of course, Jeremy Jam, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Jam, you're supposed to hate him. So, I mean, it's kind of cheating when you say he's your least favorite, but he creates some of the funniest, funniest things. Here comes the boo all dressed in boo. Boo, Leslie, nope. Boo, boo, boo. Dude, what are you doing? 
I'm being awesome. Boo, boo, Leslie, boo. I just got jammed. Um, I'm not, I don't hate your Ann Perkins thing. I, I think they, they knew they had to limit her storyline and kind of faded her out for a reason. Well, and Rashida um, Jones is very, very successful as a writer and everything else that she's doing. So she was kind of moving on anyway. So like, yeah. I, I get it. I just didn't care for her character. Don't you come at me about her. I remember her from Boston public. I go way back with Ooh, her. So anyways, Boston public. I don't think she's a bad character, but I, I am, I think it was a good writing creative decision to fade her out. So. I, I liked that she brought kind of like a different vibe to the show because she was like the rest of us. Like everybody else was these yeah. big like city government people and Anne was just a normal. I, and I, I like, loved I her and that. Leslie and oh, mm -hmm. Brian, Galentine's Day? Come on, man. <laughs> you said you were with me not 30 seconds ago. No, I, no, you like, don't like her. I, I, I had her in like, you know, she's okay group, not least favorite. Hey man, I don't know. All right, my least favorite. I, I am I going to disappoint you all if I say it's only one person on the list? Aww. <laughs> like, because here's hard. the thing. I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, there's only one person, and I remember this because someone said they they thought I looked like him, and I was really upset by this. And that's why I was like, I know it's him. Um, Mark Bandanowitz. He's my least favorite character. <laughs> okay, well, let's just get into it. Kara, Fandanowitz or Brandanowitz? Um, I am under the camp of like, I didn't mind him, but I also didn't miss him. Like it takes you a few episodes before you even notice that he's gone. Yeah. I, um, I actually rewatched season one and two, the least, um, except for the flu episode in season two. Uh, but, but I'm, I'm not a fan Danowitz whatsoever. Mark, you're clearly not either. Wait, wait, Brian, hang on. I am. I'm still upset. Did I don't remember. Did you have Leslie on your least favorite characters? No, no, I'm not okay, that stupid. Good. I like Leslie. I just, I'm don't, sorry. I, I was just, just like so Amy triggered by you. Okay. We're good. Everything's I just, fine. I just don't care about Amy Poehler. Like I like Leslie. Yeah. So to give you an idea how much, when you said I had to answer the question, fan of Dan or not, I put in all caps, not. I just wanted you to know. Fan Dan no wits. Fan Dan not wits. That was bad. Anyways. He, I mean, he was heavily involved. And if you watch like the first season for season and a half, like he, he makes really bad decisions. That's kind of the point of the character but he pushes a lot of other characters into good story arcs and what they're supposed to do. So like he kind of serves a purpose, but he outlived mm -hmm. his purpose very, very quickly. So I was, I'm, I Ben Wyatt and Chris Traeger were significant improvements to replace him. And that's the thing too. I feel like had they not replaced him with the level that they did, maybe people would have liked him a little more. The show would not be as good if they had, it would not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's stick with characters then. Kara, your Mount Rushmore of side characters, recurring characters that didn't have full roles in the show. Okay, I'm going Ethel Beavers. I don't know why Leslie Nope's on trial and the Beavers did it! Okay. Beavers did it! <laughs> I love Ethel Beavers. Jennifer Barkley, of course. Uh, Bobby Newport. Oh. And Barney the Accountant. Bobby Newport's <laughs> never had a real job. In his life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Barney the accountant is 100% yes. accurate, and he is also on my list. Ben! Ben is here. Hi, Ben. Ted! Ben is here. Hey, it is actuarily 
Very good to see you guys. <laughs> Dad! They like me here. You gotta hear this! Well done. Thank you. I, I looped in Bobby Newport with Jennifer Barkley. I feel like they're kind of a, a tag team, so I'm kind of cheating Ooh. there. I'm also including Henry Winkler's character of Dr. Saperstein. And by doing so, I it's because of the relationship that he has with John Ralphio and Mona Lisa. I also have something to say. I have done nothing wrong ever in my life. I know this. And I love you. I love you too, Daddy. Money, please! My money. Daddy, I've never done anything wrong in my just the entire Sapperstein family, like John Ralphio, for me, isn't in the show enough to call him a full main character. But Ben Schwartz as John Ralphio is amazing. Jenny Slate as Mona Lisa, like it's taken me a really long time to come around. But once I came around, I guess it's like the 2018 animated Grinch. Like if you watch it enough, maybe you just kind of figure it out. I but, have never oh done God. anything wrong in oh my, my life, God. and you know that. Oh my God. The, the two, <laughs> that was so dirty. <laughs> in the very last episode, with the don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Like, Mona Lisa, I've come around on, but Dr. Saperstein having it out for Tom and just everything when he's yelling at Tom, talking about how he's going to crush you, and then immediately, oh, and there's the heartbeat. With <laughs> I love it so much. So those are my four, and then a shout out to uh, Crazy Ira and the douche. Uh, oh, oh no, I actually gosh. didn't give four. Bobby Newport and Jen Barkley, the Saperstein family, Barney, and my fourth one, hands down, has to be on there is Perd Happily. Issue number one is the first issue we're going to talk about. Every time the guy speaks, he puts his foot in his mouth. <laughs> That's a hilarious image, a foot in a mouth. <laughs> it's a common expression. Okay. I love how you say fourth. That's like your eighth, but go ahead. <laughs> I'd like to add Mona Lisa to mine because I originally had her on with John Ralphio as a tag team for my favorites, and I forgot to say that. So my bad. I love Pert Happily, though. Just his very obvious statements. I, he's the best. No. Mark, side characters? Uh, I have Catherine Hahn on there. I'm not saying that Leslie Nope is a dog murderer, per se. I just think that her actions raise some questions. Like, for example, is she a dog murderer? As Jennifer, I feel like you got to. Um, and then I, ha- I have Ben Schwartz, John Raphael. I got him. I enjoy him so much. Yes. Um, Brian, like, I don't know. Anyways. Um, I said I liked him. What, why do you keep coming after me? I just... Uh, anyways. Um... And then I like Councilman Jam. Yep. I, I, I like Jam. So then next for me was really challenging because um, I love Tammy too. Megan Mullally, I love Tammy too. So all of her stuff I think is fun. It's funny, especially when she's there with Ron. It's disturbing um, is what it is. And then, of course, Bobby Newport. Yeah. So when he lost the election spoiler alert i i thought that was hilarious his um i like i thought that was hilarious i can't ever not do it bobby newport's never had a real job in his life bobby newport <laughs> bobby newport okay jerry now you're just messing around <laughs> yeah uh, okay well i this like we said this this character has or this show has so many good characters and the characters are essential into what makes these types of shows the best thing. So, Kara, we're going to start with you. 
of your Mount Rushmore of running jokes on the show. Excellent. So first one by far is the town halls. Like the, oh. the guys that they have, like the chanting guys, like ham and mayonnaise, ham and mayonnaise. <laughs> or like the up in arms guy, like I'm not always up in arms about something. Or like just people who are angry about random things. Always funny. It is just always funny. Um, I also have on there Ron smelling Tammy. Like when he's just like, oh, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yep, yep. funny. Yep. Every time. Um, accountant Barney and Ben, like Ben always quitting. Oh. Like I have that on there because oh, it's God. heartbreaking and also hilarious at the same yeah. time. Uh, and I also have Brandy Max always coming to Leslie's aid. <laughs> the porn star. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so funny. But I also have Burt Macklin on there as an honorable mention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have seven running jokes written down, and you only gave one. Mark. Really? Running jokes, Mark. Carrie, you clean sweeped me. The only thing one, and if I missed it, I'm sorry, but treat yourself. I say that so often. Once a year, Donna and I spend a day treating ourselves. What do we treat ourselves to? Clothes. Treat yourself. Fragrances. Treat yourself. Massages. Treat yourself. Mimosas. Treat yourself. Fine leather goods. Treat yourself. It's the best day of the year. The best day of the year. I have that I love it. quotes. That's in the yeah. quotes, yeah. I, just every time they bring up treating themselves, I love the episode, or I love the uh, segment. So that's okay. good under quotes, too. I'm with you there. But um, whenever it's a treat yourself moment, I'm all there. <laughs> the treat yourself episode where they go across the country and Josh Groban orders the fish from Josh Groban. <laughs> I love that one so much. Uh, okay. So Kara said Burt Macklin and Janet Snakehole. Uh, so I'm going to put an honorable mention on Burt Macklin. Um, my other honorable mention I'm going to go with is DJ Roomba. Um, oh. DJ Roomba always cracks me up. Uh, number four is breakfast food and everybody's obsession with breakfast food, especially Ron yeah. and Leslie and the waffles and, and giving, uh, and giving Leslie the, the waffle maker for, for the anniversary. Mm -hmm. Did I not ask for whipped cream on this? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I just thought of two go, Brian. You're good. I just thought of two. Thank you. Okay. Uh, my next one is going to be Jerry's family. Eggs, bacon, and toast. Just when you first see Chrisley, Chrisley Brinkley and Ben just cannot get over it. And then all of his daughters. And when Leslie goes to Jerry's house because they missed his, uh, what was it? His birthday or his retirement or something. And they sing yep. the song and like, and Jerry like catches the coffee mug falling off the table and he like flips it up. And she's like, what universe am I living in? Uh, Jerry's family makes me laugh. Uh, number two, Duke Silver. A mighty fine holiday evening to you all. It might be cold outside, but it's about to get warm all up in my jazz. Oh, okay, Just the that's character yep. of Duke Silver is amazing. And then number one, I can't believe we're this far into discussing this show, and this is the first time he's coming up, and that is little Sebastian.
So Will Sebastian and the fact that Ben doesn't get it while everybody else completely gets it is hilarious. Yeah, it's it so funny. And then, oh man, it's just, I love, I love everything about little Sebastian. And then that song that Andy writes for his funeral makes an appearance at the unity concert and everywhere else. Uh, just little Sebastian is the funniest inside joke of the entire show. Yeah. Was that, um, what were the, you got one of the two. Uh, the other one was just the, um, the, the native American tribe that owns a lot of the town and how they always come in. The Yes. (laughs) Thank you. And how just they play on the lack of intelligence of Pawnee whenever like a situation arises. I always love that. All right. Well, we do have quotes and gifts and I at least have a separate set for Ron Swanson because Ron Swanson's quotes and his gifts are in a league of their own. So let's go with other quotes from the show. Kara said you had treat yourself as one of your favorite quotes from the show. What were some of your other favorites? Yeah. Treat, treat yourself was a, yeah, is on there. Uh, money, please. Is on there. <laughs> money, please. Did I say that a lot? Um, one that I think is a little bit of a dark horse is in the episode where um, Ron is doing the the tutelage of the Ron Swansons and he's telling them about shaving their head when he points at the kid and is like, Under my tutelage, you will grow from boys into men, from men into gladiators, and from gladiators into Swansons. Haircuts. There are three acceptable haircuts. High and tight, crew cut, buzz cut. Are the scissors broken in your house, son? I laugh every time an inappropriate amount. I don't know why. Just something about the kid's face afterwards, the way (laughs) Ron says it, just calling him out in front of everyone. Amazing. Uh, And my number one has got to be John Ralphio. The world. I didn't do any gifts. I'm one of those that call it gifs. You you uh-huh. you didn't do gifts or you do have gifts? I did not. Okay. Right. I I used the one of um Andy like being excited all the time when oh, the yes. camera zooms in. I use that all the time. And um, <laughs> where, can we speak in private where they're trying to figure out who's pregnant? And he's who's like, pregnant? Oh, you and me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so and good. Then, like I think the other two, like I definitely use it on our Facebook page a lot. Ron on his headphones. Tom put all my records into this rectangle. Play one right after the other. This is an excellent rectangle. Jamming out whenever someone's like, listen to this episode. I do that one a lot. And then um, Drunk Ron, like dancing. I use those gifts a lot. I use the one a lot of Ben turning around, winking. Oh, I do that one, yes. While he's, in the, while he's in the accounting firm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, quotes for me, uh, I you got so many good ones. The only two I always go with is... um. <laughs> believe we're at hogwarts no that's buckingham palace hogwarts is fictional do you know that it's important to me that you know that i lose it every time and then i I think the other one is um uh andy um i think it's season two um leslie i typed your symptoms in the thing up here and it says you could have a network connectivity problem (laughs) and that was improv was Was it it? yeah that's awesome Wow. Any other time I think of uh, of improv on this show, it's it's Chris Pratt and his Kim Kardashian line. Yes. Uh, <laughs> any other quotes, Mark, or other gifts? Uh, I, oh, 
I I used the um, Ben when he's like, oh, he winnied. I don't get it. When he looks at the camera about little Sebastian. Ladies and gentlemen, the world famous Lil Sebastian. What? Yes. No. Oh, my God. Hey. Hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never oh thought I'd get to meet him. <laughs> to him. Well done, Leslie. Well done. <laughs> so what am I missing? What's the deal with this pony? He's not a pony, Ben. He's a mini horse. There's a big difference. Well, then why is he so famous? Does he do something? What does he do? Son, this horse has an honorary degree from Notre Dame. I use that gif. I use that line. Like, uh, for example, listener and good uh, friend of the show, Frankie, um, he loves Stitch, the character from Disney. So whenever people are like, oh, my God, it's Stitch in a new color. It's a new experiment. I love Stitch. I'm like, okay. I don't get it at all. It's kind of a small horse. I mean, what am I missing? Am I crazy? Yeah, I look at the imaginary camera. I definitely do that, just like the office in Parks and Rec, where there's times where somebody else says something, and I look at the camera. So Kara nailed it. I'm going to go GIFs first. The winking Ben, where he just looks back at the camera and winks. It's amazing. Uh, and these are not the Ron Swanson ones, by the way. I love the one where where you where you act like you're an adult, you know what you're doing, and you got Chris Traeger at the front and he's smiling and then Andy's in the back acting like a monkey. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, the one I used, the Andy surprise face we talked about, the one where the grizzle guy is sitting on the back of the couch where he's talking about how we don't say no, so he just goes, nah, bro. Like, I love the nah, bro <laughs> one. Uh, another one of Ben, and where it's the it's the snake juice one where he's like, baba boy. Yeah, <laughs> but the one I've honestly found myself using the most is John Ralphio, where where Craig yells at him and he's like, "I want to go horseback riding," and John Ralphio just responds with "Deal." <laughs> I love that one so much. As for quotes, um, that one's a Ron one. That one's a, okay. So this one is Andy, where he goes, "Was it Putin? Voldemort Putin?" <laughs> And then when Tom yells at Donna, genuine, your cousin is genuine. I love that one too. The genuine. genuine. And then when he shows up during the unity concert, it's so good. Um, And then (laughs) when they're in the hallway and Andy comes out and goes, Leslie, I tried to make ramen in the coffee pot and I broke everything. (laughs) What about Ron Swanson quotes, Kara? Uh, I've got, there's only one thing I hate more than lying, skim milk, which is water, lying about being milk. <laughs> uh, I've got beer, frozen yogurt, you are the celery of desserts, be ice cream or be nothing. Uh, I didn't write down the exact quote, but when he wrote an angry letter to Canada. I How much postage does it take to send a letter to Canada? Who's it going to? Canada. It says, dear Canada, f- you. And I got, why would anyone eat anything other than breakfast food? People are idiots, Leslie. I I did like when he um, was driving the truck and he got pulled over, and the cop asked him for his like um, commercial vehicle license, and it was just a piece of paper saying like I, I can drive this vehicle. That's when he's that's that's also when he's gonna bury the pig for the luau. <laughs> I can do oh, I can do what I want, yeah. Ron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, Andy going, I had to Jetsons most of the wood, too. Jetsons. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, man. Well, Ron has another one. Like, my favorite one from Ron is he goes, I'm not sure how much money I have, but I knew how I do know how many pounds of money I have. And Tom's like, that is the most baller thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, standard birth control methods aren't useful against the Swanson. 
Any dog <laughs> under 50 pounds is a cat and cats are useless. Um, you've actually, you've accidentally given me the food that my food eats. And my favorite is I'm not interested in caring about people. I once worked with a guy for three years and never learned his name. Best friend I ever had. We still never talk sometimes. Wait a minute. How are we going to forget his bacon thing? I want I all the bacon. It's too like obvious. So I went with other ones, but I put oh, okay. it's, right it's, it's in, it's in my, it's in my gifts for Ron Swanson is, is the fist pump but, that he gives when he goes, what you heard was bring me a lot of bacon and eggs. But what I said yeah. was bring me all the bacon and eggs you have. And then he gives that fist pump. I use that fist pump a lot. <laughs> I, I do love the, um, when he's just picking a fight with the coffee machine, who broke it? Unless yeah. it's like, I did. No, who broke it? <laughs> just to get them all. I broke I watched it. that episode yesterday. Oh. <laughs> it was getting a little chummy in here. <laughs> I watched that one. And then also where he like his tooth came out, but oh. he played along with it. And like, he pulled it out in a meeting. <laughs> he pulls the tooth out with the Leatherman. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> and then of course the gif where he, where he gets mad at Leslie for not having food. I think it's the hunting one where he goes, I hate everything. and just runs away. Like he's a five-year-old. <laughs> I love that gif. And then my other one is of course, when he's in his post-coital red shirt, Tiger Woods shirt, and he rolls his arms and goes like, I love that one. Kara, what is your favorite season of Parks and Rec? Uh, so I think I have to go season three. It's got that a lot is... of good ones. Ron's birthday, the snake juice episode, April and Andy's wedding. But I will also give honorable mention to season five. Just like Ben and Leslie's wedding, women in garbage. Love that episode. It's got so much good stuff. Oh, man. The... April and Andy's wedding <laughs> where he gets married in his Reggie Wayne Jersey. It's so good. Uh, I also went with season three. Um, part of it is, is cheating just because season three has so many good episodes that I didn't put any of those episodes in my favorite four. Um, but like season three, start to finish is, is absolutely fantastic. It has the harvest festival. It has little Sebastian's memorial service where Ron lights his face on fire <laughs> and, then, and then the very beginning is because Tammy one comes back. And at the very beginning of season four, where he grabs all of his supplies that he's hit around town hall, he's got the bacon in the ceiling. Uh, season four is also really good. That's the one where Leslie runs for town council and uh, Paul Rudd joins the show for the season. And just the debate episode is absolutely amazing. When you talked about um, when you talked about uh, Paul Rudd and just, and Brandy max and, Joan Calamezzo always putting Brandy Max and Leslie on the same team. Season six is also really freaking good. Like when they start in mm -hmm. London, the only thing that brings season six down is because Chris Pratt was filming Guardians of the Galaxy, so he wasn't in it a ton. Um, but we'll talk more about season six here in a little bit when we talk about our favorite episodes. Mark, what about you? What's your favorite season? Uh, favorite season? I, <clears throat> I thought this was going to be hard, but then I was looking up episode segments that I really liked uh, like, um, you know, Ben not understanding Little Sebastian, season three. And then Ron asks, who broke the machine, season three. And Ron and Bacon, season three. Snake Juice, season three. Mm -hmm. Leslie with the flu, season three. I was like, yeah. wait a minute, what? And so season three is, but here's the funny part is, you asked us for our, um, oh, never mind. It wasn't a Mount Rushmore for episodes, right? No. No, it wasn't. I have a Mount Rushmore of episodes, at least. Do you? I, what did I come up with? One, two, three, four. I came up with five. The funny thing is, when I did my top five, there was only one from season three that made it. But season three is easily my favorite season. 
It's the most consistent for sure. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Like honestly, there's not an, a single episode in season three that I feel like deserves to be in the top four for me. But overall, consistency wise, it is it is the best episode. But in season four, we can't miss when Leslie's. We talked about it when when Andy had to jetson the the wood, but get on your feet. Yes, so funny. <laughs> it wasn't a long walk, but it was luxurious. Oh, it's so it's so good, man. When they're on the ice rink. All right, Kara. Your four favorite episodes of the show. I expect we're going to have some overlap here. I don't know if you said you had not as much from season three, but okay. I have the fight, obviously, which is the snake juice episode. Oh. By far the funniest I've ever laughed at any show ever. Uh, it was the first time I saw that show. Uh, hunting trip. Ron getting shot in the head. <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm going to stay angry. I find that it relaxes me. The Pants King. <laughs> like <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've got End of the World, which is the party that Tom and uh, John Ralphio throw at the end of uh, Seven uh, Entertainment 720. Is that the same uh, one where all the where the the reasonableists are waiting for the lizard man to come down and consume their bodies? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then also Little Sebastian. I got that episode of when they Ron getting his eyebrows burnt off and doing that whole Little Sebastian memorial. I expected overlap. We had zero overlap. My Man. honorable mention would be uh, Ben and Leslie's wedding. Oh, there's our first overlap. Mark. There we go. How about you? Um. So for me, episodes. It was London Part One. I just, I enjoyed that season six, episode one. Um, I had swing vote season five, episode 21. Um, the emergency response episode season five, episode 13, where they just, you know, it was the test to see how well the city handled an emergency response. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvest festival from that's my season three. One is the harvest festival. And then last but not least the comeback kid season four, episode 11. I will admit one of my favorite segments from the series is in that it's when Ben makes the stop motion and he goes, Chris, <laughs> Hey, you want to watch it? And then you hear, um, stand in the place where you, <laughs> and he's like, hold, hang on. Hold on. Someone wrong. Let me play it again. Stand in the place where you, Oh my God. I've spent so much time on that. And it was like four seconds long depressed. I'm the furthest thing from depressed. I mean, look at what I've accomplished. Do you see him? Do you think a depressed person could make this? Come back, London, Harvest Festival, Swing Boat, Emergency Response. Those are mine. Like, if I uh, need a good go-to laugh. So I, I mean, at, per usual, I cheated um, a little bit. Mark, you went with London Part One. I just went with London, like the full, the full you both parts. You always take the easy route. The, yeah, the the full both. But I'll go in. I'll go in timeline order. So it's the emergency preparedness one, and then Ben and Leslie's wedding. That's the same two part episode. Uh, ben and Leslie's wedding is amazing, and then Ron punches Jam, and then they get to have the wedding at the end. Like that episode's incredible. That's where Tom drives me insane. Of we open up with a monologue from Hitch just drives me nuts but overall i just love it the london episode is is amazing where leslie sends ron out to the lagavulin islands and when (laughs) when he's like reading when i think it's april's voiceover of the letter that she sent for uh leslie's award and then ron is like without out with the sheep and he has the the staff and everything like it's just so good uh moving up 
was the season finale for season six. It was potentially supposed to serve as a series finale and did a very good job. Most comedy shows have a problem wrapping up the show in general. This show did it twice and did it perfectly. Um, the Unity concert, the getting genuine, getting Kate Henley from Letters to Cleo to close that loop on how much Ben Wyatt loves Letters to Cleo, oh, constantly wearing her shirt. I didn't That's know a good that one. Oh yeah. So like in the episode where Mark talked about where he's making the claymation, like he's wearing his Letters to Cleo shirt because he always yeah. wears it when he's unemployed. Well, now he's wearing it in that episode because that's the band. And then she like winks at him and he's like, I love you. <laughs> I man, it's so good. And then genuine singing my pony about little Sebastian. Oh, it's just it's it's amazing. And then they top that potential series finale with the actual series finale with one last ride, which is again in my Mount Rushmore of episodes flashing forward into what happens with everybody. It gives us John Ralphio going, I hope you live a long and happy life. And then it cuts to his tombstone that he died in 2022 and it was all an insurance scam. But then she, he like smells Leslie's hair, but then she walks away and he like jumps in the air. He gives a like, it's an amazing gif where, where John Ralphio jumps. It's that pink jacket that he's wearing. I think that's what it is. But man, it's just all of it is so good. April giving birth and putting the makeup on on her way to yeah, the hospital on Halloween. It's so it's it's also good. Like like I said, shows like this have a hard time ending usually. And these guys genuinely did a series finale two separate times. And it was it was amazing. So um, those are my my four favorite episodes. But Kara, are there any other episodes you wanted to make sure we called out? Oh, well, now I'm panicking. Um, the Bobby Newport one. I don't know if we added that in. Oh. That was the ad campaign one or campaign ad. Hi, I'm Bobby Newport. My dad is friends with John Cougar Mellencamp. That's pretty cool. Vote for me. I really did feel like we left Paul Rudd out a lot. I'm Bobby Newport. I'm not going to stand here and tell you facts about what I plan to do to help this city. Vote Bobby Newport for city council. Bobby Newport. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we talked about Paul Rudd every so often. <laughs> How relieved he is when he when he doesn't win. And he, mm-hmm. he goes, I'm voting for you, Leslie. And she goes, you're not going to vote for yourself? You can't vote for yourself. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> it's so good. I pretty much love every episode of this entire show. One of, The one I watched the least is the Johnny Karate show in season seven. What? That That episode's amazing. The Johnny Karate Super Awesome Musical Explosion Show. You don't like that episode where Mailman Barry comes and all the kids attack him? I think that episode's hilarious, especially all the fake commercials that they did. Like, hire very good building company or don't. I don't care. Kara, <laughs> it's not a top uh, 20 episode for me. Yeah. That makes you feel yeah. better. <sighs> it's just, it's just the, like, I still, like, I, I enjoyed it. It's just the episode I probably watched the least. It's way more interesting than the William Henry Harrison episode or oh, yeah, that one also is or the Morning Star episode. Like neither of those ones Ooh. are that stellar from from episodes or from season seven. Yeah, I had a really hard time with Ron and Leslie not being uh, Ron and Leslie. I had Aww. I had a hard time with that. It yeah, it comes back around. And <laughs> but when I was watching that for the first time, I was really upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, and that's where I had problems with. Brooklyn Nine Nine, like wrapping up, like the whole Kevin and and Holt stuff, like it really it really rubbed me the wrong way. So, like mm-hmm. when they then they lock him back in the office and put on Craig's yellow suit and he plays yes. the he plays the saxophone to her farting and everything else. Like 
they they brought it back, but it was just it was it was weird for sure. But they were kind of in a spot where they didn't know season seven was going to happen. Right. They kind of boxed themselves in by flashing forward three years. But overall, like I I thought it was I thought it was okay. But the Johnny Karate one, like that's seriously one of my favorites. I'm really surprised. Oh, well, there you go. Our last disagreement of the day. But April, April and Andy <laughs> are April and Andy are two of my favorite There's characters. Still time, Kara. There's still time. <laughs> well, let's wrap up by talking about what this show does best, and that was on-screen relationships between characters. Kara, is there any better relationship on the show than Ben and Leslie? So I chose a different couple. So this, I guess, will not be our last argument. Um, ben and Leslie is probably the best romantic couple on a comedy ever. Uh, all Ooh. the Ross and Rachel fans are going to come for me, I guess. Yeah, we sure will. I don't. Um, I, no, no, no. Ben, Here's ben the thing. and Leslie's that, way better than Ross and Rachel. They're a better couple than Ross and Rachel. There's no argument about that. So I, I don't see how anyone could argue with that. Thank you, Mark. Um, so I think, yeah, romantically, they're fantastic. Um, April and Andy, obviously a very different couple and very, uh, it just works on all levels. My best couple, I went with Anne and Leslie. I think that they did such a unique job of showing women friendships in the show with Anne and Leslie. And I personally learned a lot about how I want to treat other women uh, from these two characters. So I went with them. Hmm, fair enough. I was backing you up about uh, Leslie and Ben, though, like that it is better than Ross and Rachel. I would agree, but yes. especially their fetishes. Like, I got you a traditional barrister's wig. Wear it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the one where she's having to filibuster. The, the one where she's having to filibuster. She's on the skates, and Ben just can't handle it. Like it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I, I would say like, I love April and Andy so much, but for me, Ben and Leslie probably is the, is the, it's the top relationship in comic in comedy television for me. It puts, it puts Pam and Jim to shame. Oh yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Yep. How about you, Mark? Yeah. Any, any good couples on the show? Um, I think probably a really good couple is Brian and Kara doing a random Rushmore. The game where everything's made up and the points don't matter. So for everyone listening and playing at home, Brian is a smarty pants. We already know this. I like to trip him up. And here's a random Rushmore to trip him up. And hopefully Kara can um, upset Brian with her random Rushmore answers as well, because I just enjoy it. <clears throat> so this one is not too, too random because, well, one, I'm super hungry as we're recording this. And two, we talked about breakfast earlier. So for the random Rushmore, I'm going to go. You're at a restaurant right now, and someone says, what four breakfast items make up your perfect breakfast? You got four options. French, perfect breakfast. French toast, scrambled eggs, bacon, and pancakes. Ooh. Buttermilk Is this pancakes. all at one time? Yep. It's all coming out at once, Kara. Okay. Well, obviously, we're starting with coffee. Um, I'm gonna go bacon, crispy bacon only. You're gonna waste your you're gonna waste one of your items on a on a on a beverage. That mm. is my absolute favorite thing. Your I head's am not in the game, beverage. Kara. No, no, no. Here's hear me out. I'm mm. a beverage first person. I will choose okay. a beverage above food almost every time. Iced yeah. coffee or hot coffee? Hot always, and usually black. Um, mm. And I'm gonna go a breakfast sandwich. So on this breakfast sandwich, I want it Ooh. to be a bagel or some kind of like 
good bread. Is the breakfast uh, sandwich one item? Is she finding a loophole I'm gonna, here? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the bagel, four ooh. items on, but in the way that I'm uh, You know what, okay, if it's okay, a bagel okay, sandwich, okay, that is technically one item. A bagel sandwich is one. No, no, I'm, I mean, gonna do, it, I'm gonna do three. So it's it's just literally coffee and a sandwich. This is your ideal coffee breakfast. Coffee and a sandwich, yes. But <laughs> okay. the sandwich I wanna have eggs, cheese, and bacon. <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese, bagel. Okay. Yeah. Croissant or bagel? Uh, bagel, probably. All right. I'm learning so much about Canadians right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for Canadian me, I'm going to go scrambled bacon, eggs. Bacon. Yeah. Scrambled eggs, uh, waffles, bacon, and, um, oh man, French toast with like a whole lot of syrup on the waffle and the French toast. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Maple Sweet. syrup? Yes. <laughs> Can I just say this shouting out to Canadians? When I was leaving the Toronto airport, I just loved how much maple syrup <laughs> there in was. In the airport, right? And the, yeah. There's maple syrup candy. Like yeah. It looks like a little maple leaf, and it's a syrup candy. I in just the, loved all of it. In the tourist areas, we really like to trap people with all you that do. Kind of stuff. Maple I, fudge, like yep, maple you got, candy. If I... You know, if I was hungry enough, I had my maple candy and uh, tomato chips there, my ketchup chips. I was, it'd have been the weirdest meal ever. But, anyways, <laughs> we're closing um, the loop on Parks and Rec. Wait, wait, wait. So, yeah, Ben and Leslie for sure, but I do love the Chris and Ben friendship. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a wonderful friendship. I, I'm surprised none of us said like Ron and um, Andy. Ron, Ron and Diane. Um, yeah. It, it, when we talk about romantic relationships and Princess Rainbow Sparkle and fixing the pothole, uh, <laughs> that's a Ron that's and a, Diane is a good one. Ron too. and Diane yeah. are a man. I I love when you talk about Ethel Beavers. Where, what is your middle name? Tammy. I'm just kidding. It's Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I just love um, how she can handle Ron, and Ron needs that, and it's it's just too good. And then, of course, we whenever we talk about a show or a movie, me being the number guy, I like to bring up IMDb's. Um, rating of it, and it's gotten over 230,000 um, reviews, so they rate it 1 to 10, and it's currently an 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, it's pretty high, pretty high. I I gave it a 9, so I went over. I give it a 10. Yeah? It's Kara's favorite, favorite show ever. Ever, yeah. If you could only yeah. watch Parks and Rec... Knowing it's fully completed or Survivor as many times as Survivor Ooh. comes around, which would you rather watch for eternity? That's dirty. That, that's a that's a tough one. I do. I have watched every season of Survivor since it came out. Uh, I would still go Parks and Rec. Forty-one seasons at this point. Yeah, something like that. We're rooting for JD this season on Survivor, right, Kara? We sure are. Okay. All right. Uh, and I another would... guy. I can't remember his name, but yeah. I would say I at the height of the show I enjoy The Office more than Parks and Rec, but Parks and Rec was far more consistent than The Office for me, especially in the later seasons. Um, I gave The Office an overall a nine point two, so I'm gonna give this a nine point oh nine point one. Like I said, at the height of The Office, I like The Office better, but this show is is consistently better with about seventy less episodes. That's part of it too. For me. Parks and Rec is easily a better show and a more favorite of mine than The Office. They're both executive yeah. produced by Mike Schur. If you like these yeah. shows, make sure you catch these and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine! And The Good Place, all from Mike Schur. 
that concludes our episode on Parks and Rec with the creative Kara here, special guest hosting. Let's hear it for, you know, yeah, audience, let's hear it for her. She gave us a whole lot of fun, hot takes that made Brian um, a little uneasy in his chair, his fancy Feeling chair. Hot, hot, hot. Yes. Kara, if our fans and listeners want to hear more from you, uh, what can they do? I, I know we're going to have you back on Earth's Mightiest Weirdos, so definitely there. Where else can we see more of your world? Um. Yeah, go back and watch some episodes of Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. I've been on a couple of other podcasts here and there. Just Juicing Around is one of them. Um, but yeah, hopefully back here in the future. I was also on Comics and Cinema. That's a good one. Check that one out too. Kara, it was wonderful. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was fun. For those listeners who want to get in touch with the show, we thank you for uniting with us. Please get in touch with us. We love hearing you, whether it's on Instagram. Brian, tell our listeners how they can message or stay up to date on everything UWF. You can find us on Instagram at unitedwefan underscore podcast. You can see Julia's artwork from earlier that we talked about as well there. You can also shoot us an email at unitedwefanpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at unitedwefanthepodcast. Thank you again, fans, and listen to us wherever you check out your podcast. Give us a rate or review. Till we unite again, fans, here are some words of wisdom from Andy. And also, I, I usually use these words whenever I'm thinking about Brian and I'm missing him. Just remember, every time you look up at the moon, I, too, will be looking at a moon. Not the same moon, obviously. That's impossible. The three most useless jobs in the world are in order, lawyer, congressman, and doctor. Don't sass me, Burkus.